Hello, welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Eels, and today we're with Thomas. What's up, Thomas? Not much, not much. How you doing, man? So far, so good. So you are a buddy that I met at the Arbutus Club. You know, you work out quite a bit. You like to be active. Mm-hmm. So when did you first get into working out? Um... I started, it started in high school. It was when I was, um, cause my dad was always a really, really big rugby player. And so I kind of like really looked up to him and I wanted to play rugby too. And so, um, but I was always <laughs> a little bit on like the later side for puberty. So I think it was, I was 16. I was the smallest kid on the team. Like I was 16. I was like five foot five, like 110 pounds. And I was just like, I was getting thrown around. And so it was my mom actually who said, why don't you start lifting weights? And then, um, so I was like, okay, sure. And then, so, you know, Eve at the club? No, who's that? Oh, the, uh, the, the trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Him. Yeah. So he, uh, I started training with him and he, like, he's like the super like happy, optimistic guy. And he kind of wrote a program for me and I just got hooked, fell in love with it. Like you start seeing your body change. You start, <laughs> start seeing your arms get a little bit bigger and then you're hooked. So, and then I, I just kind of fell in love with it, honestly. Like, um, I don't play rugby anymore. I'm not really training for anything. I'm just doing it because I love it. So, what sort of program did he have you on? Uh, he just did like a basic, like, uh, two to three, two to three day, uh, full body workout. Like, it was really, really basic. Didn't take more than like 30, 45 minutes. But, yeah. And you would do like a three-day split or, or was it like a five-day? It was three-day splits. I'm having trouble. Um, it, was a, it was a three-day split. Um, and so it was kind of like I just do like bench press, overhead press. I do like barbell rows. I would do some sort of leg movement uh, just so you're kind of hitting every major muscle group. Okay. So and a lot of strength tra- training, I presume. A lot of strength training, yeah. So give me, give me like the, your lifting when you just started and how, how you progress to like the weight you lift now. Um, so I've always, um, it started off, um, very, very like it, not much has changed honestly. So, cause I started off with strength training, um, and I still, um, that was, I started off just doing three days a week and now I'm doing, uh, six days a week and I still... I just, um, before it was full, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would do full body, full body, full body. Um, and now it's like Monday, Thursday, I'm doing like, uh, chest, shoulders and triceps Tuesday, Friday, I'm doing legs Wednesday, Saturday, I'm doing, a uh, back and biceps, but still emphasizing on strength. Cause I, um, cause there's a lot of debate on like which rep ranges are the best. Like, you know, like one to five is for strength, uh, 12 to 15 reps are for like muscle hypertrophy. I've always found my body has really, really responded well to strength training. Um, and so not honestly, not much has changed at all other than the actual training frequency. So, so you stick to one to five reps? Kind of. Yeah. I'll, uh, that I, I'm a very, very strong believer in uh, prioritizing heavy compounds. 
like heavy compound movements. So when I do bench press, like bench press, for example, um, I personally believe that's hands down, no debate, the best chest exercise. Um, I like to stick to kind of like three to six reps in that every now and then um, I'll just kind of do higher reps just to see how many reps I can do. But I'm not actually, my actual working weight is always like three to six reps. And then I'll focus on that. So like using chest as an example, I'll just do um, like a very, I'll do two very, very heavy compound movements. So I'll do like bench press or then I'll do incline dumbbells and then maybe I'll do some higher rep stuff just to kind of burn it out. But I've always just been a super, super big fan of strength training. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. Um, cause everyone's body's different. And I've found for my body that doing around like three to five reps and I always, right when I start the gym, like I'll go do my bench or my squat before mm-hmm. I do anything else. Cause I want to have the most amount of energy to, to do that sort of movement. And, mm-hmm. and, um, when you're doing it, do you do like a five by five or do you do like a pyramid sort of scheme? Um, I don't, I kind of, um, I'm not super nitpicky with actual like rep schemes and how many sets. I just really, 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 uh, focus on the progressive overload. So some days it's, so like, for example, um, on Monday I was doing bench. I did, I was doing 245. I did four reps, four reps. And then the third set I did three reps. So then I'm going to make sure the next time I do it, I do four reps, four reps, and then four reps again. I'm not like, so I'm not super, super picky with like, oh, it needs to be five sets, five reps. I just kind of focus on, uh, do you know who Greg Doucette is? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the anabolic French toast. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just had a, I just literally just ate his French toast. No, but like, <laughs> like, how hard should you train? Harder than last time. It's so true. Like, you don't really need to um, follow this super like meticulous program. You just tr- literally just train harder than you did last time. And I think a lot of people really, really, especially beginners, really, really overcomplicate it because I started. Um, I started training my little brother. Well, he's not my little brother. He's taller than me. But my younger brother uh, in the gym. And he, um, at first, was just doing um, the program I kind of wrote for him. And then, obviously, like, when you start lifting, you start following these guys on social media. And he's like, oh, no, this guy says I have to be doing 5 by 5 This guy says I have to be doing 3 three by 12 I'm like, you literally don't. Just whatever you're doing, like Greg said, do that, but harder. So... Yeah, there's so much just BS out there and and it's mm. it's it's just overflown with data and oh, like yeah. I to- I totally agree like there's three main rules for me it's progressive overload, consistency and protein intake. Yeah. That's I like think, yeah. Those are like the three like if you're going to do anything just stick to those three things and it makes it a lot nicer when you're working out cuz you're not stressed about oh you know I need to do like oh, exactly. this 4 by 12 and then finish with quarter reps and then and then high intensity interval and then pound a quick protein shake and then sniff mm. some pre workout and then yeah. do a <laughs> and then do a do a quick put it's like not nah, like I can go there with like, I have like a plan, like a, like sign up kind of a skeleton of what I want to get done, but I, but I don't like need to be so like aggressive about making sure everything's exact. Um, but yeah, like you just start out, you know, 
get figure out what your body's like get that strength in Mm-hmm. Like for, for me, I, I find the best thing that's worked for me because I've tried five by five. I've tried all these things, but uh, the best thing that works for me is like a pyramid where I go like plate, plate 25, plate 35, two plate, and then just go back to a plate and just like yeah. wrap it out. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, cause another thing that I learned a while ago is like, if you want to lift heavy weight, you have to lift heavy weight. You know, you got to go to those no, weights. Exactly. You got to, you got to push to those weights and. And like as you grow up, you really, you really just learn to simple is the best way to go. Oh, hundred percent. Because even Arnold Schwarzenegger, he always preached just be as simple as you possibly can. Because if you look at his workouts, like he's arguably like one of the best bodybuilders in the history of bodybuilding. And like if you actually look at his workouts, they're super, super just basic movements, and he's just focusing on progressive overload. Because you see so many guys like. They're like, oh, I need to do like this. I need to do a static hold and I need to do a drop set, rest, pause, this, 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 that. It's like you literally just don't. But. Yeah. yeah. And and he's he's like a one off because for him, like when I work out, it feels like I'm coming. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. he's, he's literally like ejaculating while he's working out. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. if I had that, I would be freaking massive, too. Yeah. But he also he also came at a time like he he revolutionized the the sport completely oh yeah like he made it so popular and then he went into politics and hollywood and all this shit and 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 then it also shows genetics has a factor as well oh genetics has a like a tremendous tremendous role and and what in what aspect do you do you find tremendous uh genetics helping out um well if you just look at some people like i mean i remember um like throwback to rugby days in high school just you're in the change rooms and you look at um like everyone's sound weird but like you look at everyone's shirtless like so you're seeing people um and we're all doing like in high school rugby we were all doing the same training and we were all eating to the same to an extent and but if you look at some people some people have pot bellies some people are super super skinny this one guy i remember like he's just rock hard abs like big chest massive shoulders and he did like next to no training and he his diet was horrible he you know partied every weekend but he looks like a pro bodybuilder and that's that's genetics because if you look at um all the top bodybuilders in the world they are genetically elite they're like me for example i wouldn't say i have i'd say i have okay genetics i don't have the best but if if i were to take every single steroid in the world i'd have my training to t my diet to t I still would not look as good as someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger who just half-assed it because his genetics will take you so so much further. But yeah, yeah, when I when I was growing up, like it used to piss me off because like I had friends where it's like they would eat a tub of icing, right, mm-hmm. and and not gain one pound of fat. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, but it's rough because it's harder for them to like put on weight if they're trying to gain muscle. And then you have other friends that literally is like a bull and they just yeah. gain muscle by walking down the street. And yeah. it's just like, what, what, what is this bullshit? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's just like part of the lottery of life, you know, some yeah. people like, it's like, I, like I have this Greek friend of mine and it's like, I swear his body was just made to get massive. Like yeah. he just, he just eats like ribs and meat on meat on meat and just gets huge and it's just like it's it's like god said every man was created equal we clearly were not created equal you know 
Yeah. Like there's people out there that are just in another league. And oh. that's another another reason to like you don't want to be looking at all these people on social media and stuff because you're a different person. It may be impossible for you to get to the point of some of these media stars. Mm-hmm. So you need to look at yourself in the past. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, I don't think genetics should be an excuse. Like, if you know, um, like, don't blame, like, your slow progress on crappy genetics. Like, you know, still go in the gym, still work your ass off, eat your protein, get your sleep. Um, just try your hardest. And it's just, unfortunately, some people are just <laughs> better than you. Like, and but that's that's just life. So, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like school. Like, you may be born with 180 IQ and like photographic mm-hmm. memory or you're not. And you just have to study a little bit harder. You know, exactly. Yeah. So you got to work with what you got. And Mm -hmm. and and a big thing, I think, is actually enjoying yourself, not stressing out too much about the macros or how much you weigh day in and day out. Yeah, because I like back to what you said about like Arnold Schwarzenegger says, like when it when I work out, it feels like I'm coming like (laughs) you you need to enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, you're not going to succeed. And you need to make it sustainable, too, because I remember it was um, uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was when lockdown first happened last year. Um, that's when I first kind of started my diet. And I was like dieting because my dieting with the goal to lose fat. And like I had my I had like this exact number of calories I needed to hit. I need I had like my protein, carbs and fat like I needed to get it to the gram. Um, and I like I lost weight, but it got in. I got so obsessed over calories and macros. And I like I lost a lot of weight, but then it it's it's like it's like when you start losing weight and you see the scale start to drop that just takes over and you it's this downhill spiral um and i i think i remember um i remember seeing you like when gyms opened up in like june or july and i was like a stick (laughs) yeah and you had and you had all this extra skin oh yeah it used to be massive no exactly yeah And now if you look at me, like, I'm not trying to toot my horn here, but like, this is the best I've looked. This is by far the best I've felt. I have not tracked a single gram of protein, carbs, or fats, or a single calorie in like months. I just eat what I want to eat. I make I make sure, okay, that's not true. I make sure I hit a, approximately the same number of calories, and I just make sure I eat a lot of protein, and that's it. And so I think, and that's the, that's the biggest thing that's helped me is, just that not like you don't need to overcomplicate things like like Arnold Schwarzenegger says keep going back to him just keep it simple and you need to enjoy it and that's the key to being successful I I had a similar experience where I was like 220 like a couple summers ago like a lot of tubs right a, a yeah. fair amount of tubs and then I I started intermittent fasting mm-hmm. um and over the course of a year I got down to 165 mm-hmm. and and it was like it wasn't attractive, first of all, like because no. it's just like way too skinny, um, yeah. way too fragile. You're like, and I lost a good amount of like strength, right? Too, mm-hmm. um, and some muscle, and and that's because I just got obsessed with yeah. like, and it's the main thing is it's not sustainable. You're not going to be able to do that for the rest of your life. No, exactly. Like, what I want something that I can do, 365 days of the year. Oh something yeah, that I can just. Not not gonna stress out a little bit. Like when the summer comes, you know, maybe I'll just like knock out carbs a little less, you know. And and when the winter comes, it's like I'm just gonna relax a little bit more. And yeah, and and it's and it's so much more chill that way. And 
and also just like not being obsessed with because i i benched two plate like you saw me like the yeah. first time i got to bench two plate i was fucking stoked but yeah, yeah. i'm slowly losing weight and naturally even if you fight it you are going to lose some strength right yeah and that's not not necessarily because you're losing muscle that's just because it's like physics weight moves weight if you look yeah, at it's like, the leverage it's the look leverage. at these like look at like the world's strongest power lifters those guys are like 300 pounds like yeah. they you know they they can this one guy i think julius maddox he is his goal is to bench 800 pounds raw like no wraps no straps nothing he's like almost 400 pounds you cannot bench almost 800 pounds when you're like 150 pounds like you need yeah. heavier and like when you look at guys like eddie hall and shit it's oh like my God, I, yeah. I do not want to that guy that guy just looks like a fucking balloon you yeah know, he eats probably like 10,000 calories a day yeah like that's not something I want for myself. No, it's, exactly. If you're trying to be the best, then yeah, I respect it. You know, do your thing. But I'm just trying to like be healthy and look good yeah. when I go to the beach and have like girls like notice me a little bit, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and the main thing is is the 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 endorphins and the dopamine and stuff. Oh yeah. It gets to a point where like if I don't go to the gym, I just like don't get my like high for the day. Yeah, I, I used to be a heavy stoner, so I've kind of replaced that with the high of the gym. Mm -hmm. And it actually like it's all it's not that I like rely on it, but I'm a lot I feel a lot better when I get that gym high. Oh, yeah. It's no, definitely. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Um, so what what are your what are your lifts right now? What are your max lifts? Just for curiosity. Max lifts. Um, so on Saturday um i hit 465 pounds deadlift like conventional because i normally i've done 465 pounds before but that was with when i did sumo stance and that's also when i weighed like 220 pounds as well yeah, yeah. um so 465 pounds is deadlift right now um my squat my squat um about a month ago, I did 365 for two, but that was with extremely questionable form. <laughs> so I'm like with with good form right now, I'm going to say about uh, 350, 355-ish. And then bench, I haven't tested my one rep max for bench in a long time. Uh, the other week, I did two plates for eight reps. Um but my, so yeah. Could honestly, you could probably pull off like two plate thirty five if you really wanted to. I think so. My strongest, my strongest bench, um, same thing. That's back when I was like over, well over two hundred pounds, was two eighty five, and that's with like a slight, like uh, like a slight pause. But I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing right now my one rep max for bench would be like two seventy five to two ninety five in that region. Fuck yeah, man! And how much? are you weighing weighing right now i just weighed myself this morning i'm 182 that's 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 pretty damn good man yeah <laughs> that's, that's a really good ratio mm -hmm. it's like that's pretty respectable and you've been you've been on this for how how long now how many years uh this i'm approaching my i think it's been four years but that being said, like the first two years, I did not know what I was doing. I, cause I didn't understand what progressive overload was. And I was, so like for basically all of grade 12, I was like benching the same weight, the same reps, but then not wondering why I wasn't growing or getting stronger. But it was only until, um, 
I'd say like kind of 2019 that I really knew what I was doing. So technically I've been lifting weights for over four years, but I kind of say I've only really been doing it for two years just because I've only Dude, really known. I, yeah, I'm the same. Like I started working out in like grade 10, but I really just was it's just like on and off casual. And then like mm-hmm. this year I've actually like taken it seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but since you've, you must've learned a lot, give me just like a, a classic day in the life, starting from your breakfast, um, to your, your last meal of the day. All right. See, well, it's a little bit different now cause I teach skiing up in Whistler and I work at a restaurant, but both of those got closed cause of COVID. But just like so, say, yeah. say on a perfect day. Yeah. Like so on a perfect day. So normally what I do is, um, I would, I'd wake up, um, right now I'm not in school. I'm working on my personal trainer certification. So I'd bang out like, you know, 30, 45 minutes of that. Uh, I would eat my breakfast and then that's, I always, I'm a big, uh, believer in getting your steps in. So I shoot for 15,000 steps a day. So I'll eat my breakfast kind of chill for a bit, then I'll walk to the gym, uh, train for the hour and 15 we have there, um, eat something, then I'll walk back to my place. What kind of, what kind of meals are, are you typically just like a, just like one of the meals that you typically have for a breakfast or a lunch? For, I, my, cause I always train in the morning. Um, that way I have no excuses not to do it later in the day. Um, I love oatmeal, because uh, uh, first of all, I, I just like eating it. I think it tastes good, but also it's a yeah. really, really good pre-workout meal. Yeah. Slow digesting carbs. You can put things like peanut butter in, protein powder. Um, so I, I, eat a, I go through a lot of oatmeal. Um, and then post-workout, um, you just make, you don't really need, um, some people, you know, they eat like, like tons of carbs after they work out because like oh you got to replenish your glycogen stores um as long as you you don't really have to right after you work out as long as you do it by your next workout so my post-workout meal is honestly really really small just because i'm not actually that hungry after i train so sometimes it's just a protein shake sometimes it's literally just a protein bar just you just got to get your protein in um and then i'll walk home i'll probably eat some more food um, literally whatever's in the fridge, you know, it could be oatmeal again, could be chicken, it could be craft dinner, just whatever. <laughs> I'm not super picky. And then craft dinner with a scoop of protein. Yeah. Powder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then I'll, I'll walk to work too. So I'll walk to my restaurant. Um, it's not a far walk at all. It's like 15, 20 minutes. Um, and then I always, we always get one free staff meal there. And so this is me being kind of smart. So I hate eating vegetables. Like I just, I just don't like vegetables, but I know you need to eat them because yeah, you, you have to. So my, I, my staff meal is always a salad there. So that's how I get my vegetables in. And that's how I don't have to pay for vegetables either. So, cause they're expensive. Nice. And, and then and you can get some protein with that salad too, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then I'll kind of chill there. I always bring a protein bar or something or some sort of protein with me to work. Um, because so, um, there isn't really a, like an anabolic window, but you want to keep muscle protein synthesis elevated throughout the day. And so after about four ish hours, uh, muscle protein synthesis starts to drop. Um, and it's not like you're going to lose all your muscle or anything, but like 
if you eat protein like every you know like three to five hours or whatever like it's not necessary but it helps and like that slight little advantage i'm gonna take it um but so i'll just have a quick protein bar at work and then kind of do work walk home i'll do maybe a little bit more of my course that i'm working on and then um, I like to bank most of my calories towards the end of the day just because I like going to bed completely stuffed, like just disgustingly full. Nice. Uh, and that also, so <laughs> sometimes, you know, like if it's oatmeal, sometimes it's literally like five cups of oatmeal. Sometimes it's three boxes of craft dinner. Like it's just a metric. Oh my God. Food. And so that's and, what, that's what, yeah. And you try to, you try to get like heavy protein, um and like a good amount of carbs or is it just most meals you're just like i need to get that protein um i'm not super picky about carbs and fats like some days you know like i'm eating 500 grams of carbs other days i'm basically keto um because they kind of fall into place i'm just kind of i just prioritize protein and so but before bed um i mean all your meals are important but your meal before bed or dinner or whenever it is like your last meal of the day that's a super, super important one just because you're not going to be, you're going to be asleep. You're not going to be eating for like, you know, sometimes up to 10 hours. Um, and so I like to have a very, very slow digesting source of protein. So sometimes it'll be like, you know, casein protein. Sometimes it'll be eggs, which have fat or other times I'll just eat a really, really fatty meal that like takes a long time to digest. Like, like um, red meat or like beef. red meat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, or if it's, you know, if it's a lean protein source, like fish or chicken, you just add a lot of fat to that. Cause fats do, um, really like, you know, they drastically slow down your digestion. So nice, nice. So, yeah. and you, do you get some stretching in there every now and then? Yeah. Um, I don't do a ton of, uh, I'll do stretching for my upper body. Um, I don't, I'm not a fan of static stretching just cause static stretching, it actually can increase risk of injury if you do it wrong um so like dynamic stretching so like am i i don't live at home i live i'm in a basement suite right now but i have a lot of just like really like you know like 10 20 pound bands and i'll just maybe do some like kind of dynamic movements with them just to get some blood flowing through the muscles there i don't do a ton of stuff for my legs just because i'm walking so much and so you know you're using your legs and even on my rest day i'm skiing and so you're using your legs there too but i will do every now and then just some kind of like not necessarily stretching but just mobility work well speaking of skiing um tell me tell me about that how it's how it's like up there in wis well right now it's uh closed for three weeks but it was you know it wasn't actually that bad um the the last weekend so sunday it was um the whole alpine was closed just because they didn't even bother opening it because just they, they were bombing until like three o'clock, but also just the winds were like 150. So it was just, yeah, it's bad. But then the bottom half, so like kind of mid mountain down, it's just your classic spring skiing. You know, it's like slushy, it's rain, but the stuff that was skiable, it was actually, it was actually really nice. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, it was pretty, I was up there like the weekend right before they closed. Thank mm -hmm. God. I oh, got like a good good four days in and the yeah. sunday was like legitimately a blizzard oh but yeah. but if you were like 
good enough to tough out the blizzard the snow was pretty nice no, like exactly. it was it was really fun um and yeah it's it sucks that it closed but i got a pretty good season in you know no, exactly it's, yeah and and you're you're a you're a teacher so what what's it like um teaching people how to ski it's not bad actually i just i prefer uh teaching the kids um that's also what I kind of specialize in is like the, especially the, like the, the younger, younger kids, like we're talking like five to seven year olds. It's fun though. Um, so, cause this season, um, I did, I taught Creekside club. So that's like, I have the same, I have the same class for the entire season. So for 14 weeks. And I, I really, really like that cause you really develop a relationship with the kids and you can really, um, kind of like, you see them you have them the whole season so you know exactly what to work on um and it's fun and i had um this year because things were a little bit different because of covid um and so we had a lot of kids drop out so like we literally went from the creekside club program we went from like something like 450 kids down to like 45 50 kids like it was like a drop of like 90 percent. it was wow. huge so i only had uh three boys in my class but that i kind of like that you know i have three or two were 11 one was 12 years old but like they're older boys like you're just kind of and they're good skiers too they started the season off as high level fours we finished level five so we were able to ski the peak basically able to ski everything so you're just kind of getting paid just to kind of ski with some shredders so it's that's, fun. that's pretty awesome oh yeah give me give me your favorite run from top to bottom on whistler and then on black home Favorite run, top to bottom. Whistler, um, I've always been a fan. You know Cockalorum, like Stefan's shoot, that area? No, but keep talking. Someone else no, might. I, might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you kind of you take, uh, take peak to creek um, to get to it. It's, it's, one of, it's one of the bulls. I really, really like that. So I kinda, I'll just do, unfortunately, though, with like that uh kind of area is it takes you to highway 86 which then just it's a cat track to mid station oh, and then you're not really left with much there but i really really like there i also um i'm a i'm not a, i mean i like symphony but i really really do like harmony so you know any of the horseshoes um black home harmony's so good on a powder day oh, oh my, my goodness yeah. yeah i actually i personally think i prefer a harmony on a powder day just because everyone i find either goes to the peak or symphony and so the, you and, know and like in the trees is so much fun like at the end like when you come oh, out of the pools yeah. and you can just go in all the trees and oh, oh. yeah yeah and i so, agree yeah I agree. and it's a six-person chair too oh exactly yeah no definitely but yeah no i just find like um especially on a powder day everyone like makes an effort to like you know bomb over to symphony and then symphony is kind of packed or peak chair and i mean harmony it's still busy but like you know, snow is snow. It's the same same in all three chairs. But I just find harmony is a little bit less busy, and also like you said, yeah, like those trees at the bottom, like those are those are amazing. I feel that. I feel but, that. Yeah, Blackcomb. Um, I'm trying to think. I really, really do like Spankies. So like any of like you know Diamond Ruby Sapphire Bowl, any of those. I'm not a huge Blackcomb skier though. Like I went over. I went to Blackcomb a couple times this season. Like last season, I wasn't on Blackcomb at all. So wow, and, yeah. So like all of the mid mountain stuff, like I don't really know, but like I know Seventh Heaven. I know, uh, you know, Spanky's quite well. Lakeside Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I I honestly like because my place is on um, Spearhead Drive. Mm-hmm. I always like start Black Home normally. Um, do like Jersey Cream and like Glacier Chair and stuff, and then but. I, and then I'll like send it over to Whistler. So I, I, I know a good amount of black home, but I just recently started dipping my toes into Whistler mm-hmm. and like, damn, it's actually pretty sick over there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot of fun. And uh, like on the other day when it was like, not much was open, like we were on the green chair mm-hmm. and, and like going through the trees in that area, even it's just hella fun. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's pretty tight. So what uh, what what do you like to do like for a meal when you're in Whistler? Like, what's a restaurant that or a meal that you like to have? Um, I actually haven't because uh, every single day I was skiing this season uh, with COVID, um, I was working, so I didn't. Um, I literally had no day days off this season. Um, but I'll I'll always we um my boss is. Uh, well, not my my supervisor. She's super super nice, and she she has like a little mini fridge, and so she'll let us put our lunches in there. So sometimes I like to keep it kind of light when I'm skiing, um, not because I'm concerned about really like calories or whatever, but just because I don't want to eat something super big and greasy and then ski. Like you'll just you're you'll feel so lethargic, and so like um, when I'm eating on the mountain, like I'm not super picky. I just kind of. You know, maybe I'll go for, like, one of the bowls. Um, I never, I kind of stay away from, like, you know, burgers and stuff. I do like yeah, them, yeah. but I just I just don't want to eat something big and heavy and then have to ski heavy powder. Like, you, it's just it's just a recipe for disaster. I, so. I totally agree. I normally, like, when, on the days that I ski, I just have, like, a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I have, like, bring some, like, trail mix or something, just, like, something to nibble on. Yeah, exactly. And then... Yeah. When I get back at like three, I'll just have a massive freaking meal. Exactly. Because, yeah, no, I, I'll do the exact same. Yeah. And I just feel so much better when I'm skiing. Mm-hmm. But have you have you ever hit up Splits Burgers? Oh my god! So yeah, good. <laughs> so good. They had a location in Vancouver, but it got it got like shut down. The one on I know, Mace. I saw that. Yeah. And I was like, and then when we got a place in Whistler, I was like, yes, <laughs> Splits Burgers, yes. Yeah. And I had one the other day. Oh my lord! Oh, it's it so, is it's so, so good. good. It's on another level of delicious. Oh my god! Yeah. On on the same topic, when you're in Vancouver, give me a couple places that you like to eat at. A couple places I like to eat at. Um, I'm a big I'm a big sushi guy. Yep. Um, I'm I'm honest. I'm like the least picky eater you'll find. Like I. I will eat everything. Um, I I love Subway too. So I go to Subway a lot. I I go to Subway too much. It's kind of bad. But any sushi place, uh, there's this place. Um, uh, you know Dunbar? Yeah, Dunbar yeah. Sushi. Yeah. So uh, I like I grew up on Dunbar Street. There's this little. I wouldn't even call it a pub. Like it's it's called um now the name changed, but it's called the Cheese Inn. It used to be called the Cheshire Cheese. It's, okay. It's kind of like it's um it's English like uh UK themed. Um I wouldn't call it a pub just cuz like it's more of a restaurant than a pub, but like I you know like I the food there is like it's not amazing, but it's just it it just bring back memories cuz you know after every soccer practice like that's where you go after every baseball game, that's where everyone would hang out. Like what do you I, get I, when you're there? Um oof. 
honestly burgers like they do burgers they do like kind of like yorkshire puddings and things like those like stuff you don't normally see like like uk food fish and chips like i mean actually you can see fish and chips everywhere but like toad in the hole bangers and mash those sorts of things classic yeah uk stuff yeah my family vibes with that toad in the hole oh yeah bomb so bomb oh my dripping some gravy over that Mm. (laughs) oh yeah what about what about favorite cheat meal favorite cheat meal that's kind of tough because i'm not like i'm not a huge believer in like cheat meals because i like my approach to diet is really just like as long as it hits my calories and my protein i'm good to go so like let's say let's say just hypothetically breakfast lunch and dinner just for whatever reason you're like i'm gonna have the most disgusting meals today oh so what would you do like for breakfast i do like a lot of like like greg doucette's like french toast and like protein pancakes and things i would just do like real french toast or real pancakes with like whipped cream and strawberries nutella real maple syrup too because like Uh, (laughs) with syrup it's so good but it's so calorically dense it's insane that aunt jamama's oh my god yeah so probably that and then like i'd say for lunch just like oh i don't know i like i'm never like during like the middle of the day like i'm never really like that hungry or craving anything but it's always let's just say hypothetically you're just wanting to pig out for lunch where would you go sushi all you can eat hands down like just which which place which i'm blanking on the name it's on um it's on broadway and um you know where the toys r us is yeah yeah i think i think i know what you're talking about yeah Yeah, i've heard that all you can eat place yeah so like and it's it's like all you can eat for like 15 bucks too like it's in like it's really and it's like i mean it's not like top tier sushi or anything but it's all you can eat like yeah but considering it's all you can eat it's like it's phenomenal so like i would just you know, just pig out there, probably be in a carb coma, need to take a nap. And then for dinner, <laughs> like for dinner, like just something just super, super, just rich and greasy. Like, like a, like a Wagyu steak. Oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Surf and turf. And just like an obscene amount of fries. Like, I like, oh, 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 so. And then, and then rent it down with a tub of ice cream. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah definitely that's that's the life dude like honestly half the reason i work out is so i can eat a lot of food no and not get fat yeah (laughs) no literally that's why i do that's one of them i mean i I like getting my steps in but that's one of the reasons i get i do so many steps like on especially on days i work because like i work at a restaurant and like you're it's amazing how many like steps you like you can pick up just working at a restaurant as a server and so there's days you know like i'll um like i'll walk i'll take thirty thousand steps and then like that's like 1500 calories you've burned right there just so, like, walking just wow. walking. so like on average on average i'd say right now i get about twenty thousand steps and that's like pushing a thousand calories extra so like and that's yeah, like- i i normally don't drive anywhere and it's like you know walk to the cattle line walk there walk there walk there and it just you end up with like a solid amount of steps and and once school ended and i wasn't like going to langara all of a sudden i'm like where's this weight coming from like yeah. no, it's, <laughs> like it's i a, thought i i thought i knew and it's like oh I, i'm not walking no literally because you don't you actually you don't burn that many calories in the gym like if you're doing yeah. supersets and like you're getting your heart rate up yeah but like 
doing bicep curls, like you'll burn maybe like a calorie at the end of your set. Like you, yeah, you, you're not it, doing, yeah. It's it's the cardio where you actually burn because the cardio is the calorie burner. But that being said, you know, like if you put on ten pounds of muscle, that's going to add so much to your uh, basal metabolic rate. You're going to burn so many more calories at rest. But that's that's actually another factor that I'm I like because I put on a good amount of muscle over the past mm-hmm. year, and my my basal metabolic rate is like two thousand calories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it helps so much because that plus the steps, you're already at like thirty five hundred calories. Oh, exactly. Right? Yeah. And then, like sometimes, I'll I'll add a little inclined walk. Oh yeah, the, because because like you're walking, so you don't burn as much muscle mass, but you still yeah. you still like get the heart rate up, and yeah. it's good on the calves too. It like destroys your exactly. calves. Uh, and it's so funny looking at people in the gym because like you'll see these people they like won't they won't be on an incline, they'll be on flat, and they'll have like their hands on the rails, and, and yeah, they'll be, and it's like, dude, you're not burning anything. Like, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, just, just putting it to 15% incline, it, it, I'm pretty sure it like doubles the calories or some shit. It's, it's, it's insane. Like, I think like for me, like, um, in like 30 minutes, like, you know, you're burning like 350 calories. Like it's, it's actually, and it's like, I mean, it's tough work, it's cardio, but it's not like you're killing yourself doing a hit workout. Like, so like, yeah, no, it's my brother, I recently got my brother to start doing that too. Cause he asked me like what cardio he should do. I'm like incline treadmill walk hands down, like you hands just kinda, down, you just kind of like you listen to music or you just start, you can just watch YouTube or like whatever. And like, you just, the time or the basketball like, game or whatever is on. No, literally like you, and like yeah. an hour will go by like that. Like, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. The only downside to only having the hour and 15 is it's, it's hard to get my usual day. Cause I'll usually yeah. get like the, the warm up the workout, the stretch, the cardio, but I have to like pick and choose now because yeah, because you don't have as much time, but like, who am I to complain? Most yeah. people don't even have a gym. So no, exactly. And I'm also super lucky too. Cause at my parents' place, uh, you know, we have a, we have a bench press, like, I mean, it's not a bench press, but it, it's like a, we can turn that bench press into like a really like sketchy squat rack too. But you know, we have like a, a really sketchy squat yeah. rack. No, literally, like we can prop, we can prop the rack up so like you can like squat, you can like rack the weight. But my safety bars right now are literally two ten dollar IKEA chairs. Like it is terrifying. That is terrifying. But we also, have, but you know, like we have like weights that go up to right now three hundred ninety five pounds. We have a treadmill, spin bike. We have adjustable dumbbells. We have a curl bar, like one of those easy bars. So like whatever I don't do at the gym, I'll just go over to my parents' place that evening and just finish there. So like I'm super super lucky with that damn yeah i'm super good setup (laughs) so on a on a final note here just like a little advice to any anyone that like just got into the gym some little young buck what what would you what would you tell them be consistent and just find what works for you um because like you said like one of the for you like the top three things one of those was consistency it is consistent like you need to be so consistent so i think definitely just be consistent find what works for you and have fun with it too like if you're not enjoying it like you're not going to see results so you have you have to enjoy it find what works for you and yeah and and what about for the kid that's like you know i i keep going over and into the into the into the uh the free weight area and there's all these behemoths like curling 70s like how how am i supposed to work out beside that 
you just gotta like you can't really don't really think about what other because the like it, it's true like people um like when i'm in there like um i think you i think you've seen me like i've well i've inclined dumbbell press 100 pounds and i know there's like some skinny kid next to me like staring at me like i'm not worried about you i'm worried about myself so you need to like know that like you know these big giant monsters like you know steve yeah like, yeah oh my god i've seen like oh my god the way that guy lifts but i know like he's he's not worried about what i'm doing he's worried about what he's doing so you got to know that like people like they're and not if, looking and, at you. and if you're smart about working out you understand that like you're not going to look at a guy and be like oh he's doing like 20 pounds what a pussy it's no, like, exactly. no, like he could be doing a completely different style of workout. Like, exactly. So it's once after, after you work out a little bit, after like some months or maybe a year or so, you kind of just forget about the other people. And it's like, they literally don't matter. Yeah. And no. majority of the time, they're probably not even thinking about you. They're probably checking out the girl on the elliptical. No, they're like, like, yeah. Even, even when I do see someone, um, like when I do see someone like, uh, not trying to sound like a total douchebag here, but like when I do see someone smaller than me, like I actually like if I like I actually think it's kind of inspiring too, because like at one point I was like that too. Like every professional was once a beginner, so like yeah, got it. You got to start somewhere. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be looking over at you at the gym, and I'll be like, "This fucking bitch," <laughs> 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 and I'll just be like, "Oh, this motherfucker, give me." 10 years this <laughs> and you, but it is it's just motivation man oh yeah it's just all it is is motivation and and where the respect comes is when when you see them in the gym every day it's like if you're lifting five pounds but you're doing it every day i'm like respect because oh, okay. you're actually here you're being healthy and like to the people that are like really overweight like it it, it can be hard for them, right? Because they come in and they see all these fit people and they're like struggling, like sweating through their shirt. Yeah. And the people around you are just happy you're there no, and exactly. not sitting on the couch. Like if you're sitting on the couch being fat, I'll be like, okay, get off the couch. But if you're at the gym being fat, I'll be like, respect. You're trying to you're trying to work on yourself. Exactly, because even sh just sh just walking into the gym door, that's like fifty percent of it right there. You're already doing more than like half the population just by showing up to the gym. So it's it's so true, and and so often I am just not wanting to go, and I just force myself. Like worst case scenario, I like do a little bit and stretch and like mosey around, but that's <laughs> better than not going to the gym well something is better than nothing so Ex exactly so you just gotta you just gotta get out there well exactly. thanks for thanks for the chat my friend it has been very informative and uh do you want to like shout out your instagram or anything or yeah sure <laughs> if you want to follow me on instagram it's uh t coconut so t-k-o-k-a-n-u-t tight okay Sweet. peace out everyone and have a good day <laughs>